0: I was talking to Lou DiBella last week on the show, and he was telling me he was with Bud Crawford, of course, the pound-for-pound pound number one in the world right now, and he flat-out told him that a deal for a fight with Errol Spence Jr. is not close. There are reports on ESPN that the two are closer than ever to fighting for the welterweight weight. Supremacy title, in other words, all of it. Like, who's the best welterweight in the world? We've been waiting for this. Remember, it was you know Mayweather-Pacquiao, and they you know never hooked up until it was too late. And these two are still in the prime of their careers. By the time Mayweather fought Pacquiao, it didn't matter anymore. So all four hundred and forty-seven pound titles would be on the line in the Welderweight matchup, and it's been a fight that people have been waiting for for years, forever for that matter. Spence Crawford has been anticipated like no other fight in boxing in, like, as long as I can think. Both of them are in the pound-for-pound top five rankings, and neither one of them has ever come close to losing a fight. So why has it taken forever? Why haven't they cut a deal? What are we waiting for here? Spence is coming off a TKO win over your uh, Dennis Ugas, and Crawford stopped Sean Porter uh, in his most recent fight. Everybody thinks this is the perfect time for the fight. Spence beat Ugas in April, and he had come back from surgery in August to fix his eye. He had a detached retina and he won his third welterweight title. If he fights Crawford, it'll make an undisputed champion. And everybody thought that that was impossible. Crawford has the WBO title while Spence has the other three belts, the WBC, IBF and WBA titles. So What's been the problem up to this point? Well, first of all, it's Spence is in bed with Al Heyman and PBC, and they never like to do business, if ever, with top rank. And Crawford had been with top rank forever, but they parted ways after Crawford beat Porter back in November. Bob Arum wanted no part of... Al Heyman and PBC, so that's why the fight never happened. When Crawford broke free, that removed the blockade that was stopping the fight. Right now, you got Crawford as number one on the pound-for-pound list. Spence is at number three. Now, if they fight... The winner would be the undisputed pound-for-pound king of boxing. That's after, frankly, in my opinion, Canelo Alvarez lost his grip on that crown. Uh, And I thought he had it before that. I thought he was the best fighter in the world pound-for-pound. And after he lost, I don't think that way anymore. Bival kicked his ass. Everybody knows Spence is bigger. Some people think stronger. And that he has this great jab and he's a 147 pounder and he's fought at 152 in the past. Crawford has won his uh, first fight at 135 and he's now filled out. He's a buck 47 and everybody thinks, wow, he's got ripped strength for the division as he's fighting at that weight. Everybody knows that Bud can throw from both hands. He can go Southpaw, or he can go the other way. And everybody knows how he finishes. He'll knock your ass out clean. Spence reminds me more of Mayweather in his defensive tenacity. He can stop anything. Now, everybody knows uh, these two are the only two that matter at that 147 weight. There's other guys out there, Ennis, Ortiz Jr., Thurman, Ben, etc. But let's face facts. None of them matter. You know, Bud Crawford turns 35 in September. And I mean, what are they waiting for? It's now or never. If they keep waiting for this fight to happen, he's going to be too old and nobody's going to give a damn. I've seen so many Spence fights. I was at the Mikey Garcia fight at Jerry's World in Dallas. And Spence pounded him, picked him apart, kicked his ass every which way, six ways till Sunday. He owned that fight. He won every single round and unanimously in the end. Against Ugas, he got the TKO easily. A lot of people think Spence will have a size advantage and that Crawford had to move up into the division after he was the junior welterweight champ. Spence has all this length and reach power. He can do damage on the outside. And then you got... A guy like Bud who can come in and throw down and throw hooks and get inside. Crawford counterpunched Porter all night in that fight against him and just did whatever he had to do. He kept his distance, but just kept landing shots even on the outside. Crawford does have reach, and he'll be able to connect with Spence no matter where he is in the ring. He's so great all over the ring in every area of the ring. A lot of people think that uh, Spence is too big for Crawford to be able to get inside and work against him. You know, there's a lot of other fighters. way won that big fight against Donaire last week and kicked his ass in two rounds to do it. And some people think that he's the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world. Some people think it's Tyson Fury. And he may not even fight again. He says he's done fighting. And what about uh, Alexander Usyk? If he beats Joshua for a second time, would he be the best pound-for-pounder in the world? But most people agree that the winner of a Spence-Crawford fight, if it comes to fruition, would be the pound-for-pound king. Listen, I don't deny that Inoue had a gigantic win over Denner last week in Japan. But look, I'm not, you know, with his third Bantamweight title and knocking down Donaire twice and beating his ass twice. That's great and everything like that, but uh, I don't like the weight, the size as the best fighter in the world. I mean, this guy's proven everything at 108, 115, 118. Now you're talking about him at 122, and there's a lot better fighters in that division. But it's not big enough for me, to be honest, to be considered the best in the world of every fighter out there. I can't have it. He's not powerful enough. You know, I saw this story where they uh, showed the top new stars in boxing, guys that are on the up that haven't headlined a pay-per-view card, but soon enough they will. And they ranked them like this. Ryan Garcia, the lightweight contender, was rated number one. And then Inoue, who just did it again in his big win over Donaire for the second time, Shakur Stevenson was ranked number three, the unified junior lightweight champ. Then Tiafimo Lopez, the former unified lightweight champ. He was on his way after beating Lomachenko's ass, but then lost to Cambosos, who just lost to Devin Haney. Cambosos was ranked fifth in this new star power list, but he just got worked over by Haney. Right before Haney at six is Josh Taylor, the Unified Junior Welterweight champ. Then Haney is seventh. Haney has beaten Gamboa, Linares, JoJo Diaz, and then got the huge win over Cambosis. They ranked Michaela Meyer, the Unified Women's Junior Lightweight champ, at number eight, which is impressive. Another popular fighter, a welterweight to keep an eye on that's uh, gaining in you know, fandom and everything else, is the British fighter Conor Ben. He's 25 and one of the welterweight contenders and best fighters in that division in the world. Another guy they ignored was David Benavidez. He's a freak, and he keeps winning big fights. He just kicked David Lemieux's ass, so I would have had him on that list for sure. I think the guy to keep an eye on, obviously, is Ryan Garcia. He's going to fight this Javier Fortuna. And then uh, that that's a guy that's a former junior lightweight champ. But the bottom line is, is that Oscar De La Hoya is doing everything in his power to try to get Tank Davis to fight Ryan Garcia. And obviously, Oscar's got a lot of clout, a lot of money. Of course, he wants to sell Golden Boy promotions, but he would love to get Gervonta Davis to fight his boy, Ryan Garcia. And that would be a gigantic fight. But obviously, uh, the thing that, that disturbs me most about boxing is they never give the fans what we want to see. We waited forever to see Floyd Mayweather fight Manny Pacquiao. And by the time they finally did it, the fight sucked. Mayweather killed him. And then Pacquiao made all the excuses about his shoulder afterwards. And... Then he shouldn't have fought him. If he was so banged up and so beat up and his shoulder was so bad, he should have never fought him. There's nothing I hate worse than guys that fight anyway and they lose and then they rattle off all of their excuses. We've seen that before with Wilder against Fury. Wilder had 50 excuses, including the outfit he wore out to the ring that weighed 40 pounds and made him tired. I mean, how ridiculous. I want to see... Bud Crawford and Spence fight. We've waited so long and put up with so much of their crap and all their lies and all the games and all the toying around with it and they never come to terms. They never sit down and cut a deal. They never make the fight happen and to hear Lou DiBella tell me that Crawford said they're not even close is absolute insanity because the whole world thinks they're really close to a deal right now. Everybody's even reporting it. ESPN was reporting it but the bottom line is they still don't have a deal. I hope they make the fight. We all want to see the fight. Give us what we want. We want to see the best fighters in the world face each other. This is ridiculous.